This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does it look like to live into God's calling as an Asian American Christian? Stay tuned to learn more about learning our names, Asian American Christians on identity, relationships, and vocation. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Isaiah chapter 9 through Isaiah chapter 10, verse 4. Isaiah chapter 9, beginning at verse 1. The gloom will be dispelled for those who are anxious. In earlier times, he humiliated the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, but now he brings honor to the way of the sea the region beyond the Jordan, and Galilee of the nations. The people walking in darkness see a bright light. Light shines on those who live in a land of deep darkness. You have enlarged the nation. You give them great joy. They rejoice in your presence, as harvesters rejoice, as warriors celebrate when they divide up the plunder. For their oppressive yoke and the club that strikes their shoulders, the cudgel the oppressor uses on them, you have shattered, as in the day of Midian's defeat. Indeed, every boot that marches and shakes the earth and every garment dragged through blood is used as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born to us. A son has been given to us. He shoulders responsibility and is called Wonderful Advisor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His dominion will be vast and he will bring immeasurable prosperity. He will rule on David's throne and over David's kingdom, establishing it and strengthening it by promoting justice and fairness. From this time forward and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of heaven's armies will accomplish this. God's judgment intensifies. The Lord decreed judgment on Jacob and it fell on Israel. All the people were aware of it, the people of Ephraim and those living in Samaria. Yet with pride and an arrogant attitude, they said, The bricks have fallen, but we will rebuild with chiseled stone. The sycamore fig trees have been cut down, but we will replace them with cedars. Then the Lord provoked their adversaries to attack them. He stirred up their enemies, Syria from the east and the Philistines from the west. They gobbled up Israelite territory. Despite all this, his anger does not subside, and his hand is ready to strike again. The people did not return to the one who struck them. They did not seek reconciliation with the Lord of heaven's armies. So the Lord cut off Israel's head and tail, both the shoots and stalk, in one day. 
The leaders and the highly respected people are the head. The prophets who teach lies are the tail. The leaders of this nation were misleading people, and the people being led were destroyed. So the Lord was not pleased with their young men. He took no pity on their orphans and widows. For the whole nation was godless and did wicked things. Every mouth was speaking disgraceful words. Despite all this, his anger does not subside, and his hand is ready to strike again. For evil burned like a fire. It consumed thorns and briars. It burned up the thickets of the forest, and they went up in smoke. Because of the anger of the Lord of Heaven's armies, the land was scorched, and the people became fuel for the fire. People had no compassion on one another. They devoured on the right, but were still hungry. They ate on the left, but were not satisfied. People even ate the flesh of their own arm. Manasseh fought against Ephraim, and Ephraim against Manasseh. Together, they fought against Judah. Despite all this, his anger does not subside, and his hand is ready to strike again. Isaiah chapter 10 Verses 1 through 4. Beware those who enact unjust policies, those who are always instituting unfair regulations to keep the poor from getting fair treatment and to deprive the oppressed among my people of justice, so they can steal what widows own and loot what belongs to orphans. What will you do on Judgment Day when destruction arises from a distant place? To whom will you run for help? Where will you leave your wealth? You will have no place to go except to kneel with the prisoners or to fall among those who have been killed. Despite all this, his anger does not subside and his hand is ready to strike again. Proverbs chapter 11, verses 8 through 31. A righteous person was delivered out of trouble, then a wicked person took his place. With his speech, the godless person destroys his neighbor, but by knowledge, the righteous will be delivered. When the righteous do well, the city rejoices. When the wicked perish, there is joy. A city is exalted by the blessing provided from the upright, but it is destroyed by the counsel of the wicked. The one who denounces his neighbor lacks sense, but a discerning person keeps silent. The one who goes about slandering others reveals secrets, but the one who is trustworthy conceals a matter. When there is no guidance, a nation falls, but there is success in the abundance of counselors. The one who has put up security for a stranger will surely have trouble, but whoever avoids shaking hands is secure. A generous woman gains honor, and ruthless men seize wealth. A kind person benefits himself, but a cruel person brings himself trouble. The wicked person earns deceitful wages, but the one who sells righteousness reaps a genuine reward. True righteousness leads to life, but the one who pursues evil pursues it to his own death. The Lord abhors those who are perverse in heart, but those who are blameless in their ways are his delight. Be assured that the evil person will not be unpunished, but the descendants of the righteous have escaped harm. Like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman who rejects discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. One person is generous and yet grows more wealthy, but another withholds more than he should and comes to poverty. A generous person will be enriched, and the one who provides water for others will himself be satisfied. People will curse the one who withholds grain, but they will praise the one who sells it. The one who diligently seeks good seeks favor, but the one who searches for evil, it will come to him. The one who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like a green leaf. The one who troubles his family will inherit nothing, and the fool will be a servant to the wise person. The fruit of the righteous is like a tree producing life, and the one who wins souls is wise. If the righteous are recompensed on earth, how much more the wicked sinner. New Testament reading. 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 13 
through 1 Peter chapter 4. 1 Peter chapter 3, beginning at verse 13. For who is going to harm you if you are devoted to what is good? But in fact, if you happen to suffer for doing what is right, you are blessed. But do not be terrified of them or be shaken. But set Christ apart as Lord in your hearts and always be ready to give an answer to anyone who asks about the hope you possess. Yet do it with courtesy and respect, keeping a good conscience, so that those who slander your good conduct in Christ may be put to shame when they accuse you. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if God wills it, than for doing evil. Because Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, to bring you to God by being put to death in the flesh, but by being made alive in the spirit. In it, he went and preached to the spirits in prison. After they were disobedient long ago, when God patiently waited in the days of Noah as an ark was being constructed, and the ark of few, that is eight, souls were delivered through water. And this prefigured baptism, which now saves you, not the washing off of physical dirt, but the pledge of a good conscience to God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who went into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels and authorities and powers subject to him. 1 Peter chapter 4. So, since Christ suffered in the flesh, you also arm yourselves with the same attitude, because the one who has suffered in the flesh has finished with sin, in that he spends the rest of his time on earth concerned about the will of God and not human desires. For the time that has passed was sufficient for you to do what the non-Christians desire. You live then in debauchery, evil desires, drunkenness, carousing, drinking bouts, and wanton idolatries. So they are astonished when you do not rush with them into the same flood of wickedness, and they vilify you. They will face a reckoning before Jesus Christ, who stands ready to judge the living and the dead. Now it was for this very purpose that the gospel was preached to those who are now dead, so that though they were judged in the flesh by human standards, they may live spiritually by God's standards. Service, Suffering, and Judgment For the culmination of all things is near, so be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of prayer. Above all, Keep your love for one another fervent, because love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without complaining. Just as each one has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of the very grace of God. Whoever speaks, let it be with God's words. Whoever serves, do so with the strength that God supplies, so that in everything God will be glorified through Jesus Christ. To Him belong the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Dear friends, Do not be astonished that a trial by fire is occurring among you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice in the degree that you have shared in the sufferings of Christ, so that when his glory is revealed, you may also rejoice and be glad. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the Spirit of glory, who is the Spirit of God, rests on you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or thief or criminal or as a troublemaker. But if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but glorify God that you bear such a name. For it is time for judgment to begin, starting with the house of God. And if it starts with us, what will be the fate of those who are disobedient to the gospel of God? And if the righteous are barely saved, what will become of the ungodly and sinners? So then, let those who suffer according to the will of God entrust their souls to a faithful creator as they do good. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Father God, thank you for your word. 
Thank you, O oh God, that your word reminds us, O oh God, that the people in darkness, living in deep darkness, have seen a great light. And I thank you that that great light, that sun that you promised in Isaiah, has already appeared and come and lived among us. Thank you for your begotten son, Jesus Christ, whom you sent to shine a light in this deep, dark world. Thank you for the light of the gospel. Thank you for the life that he lived in perfect obedience unto you, the miracles he performed, the signs of the coming of the kingdom. Thank you, O God, that your kingdom is marked by righteousness, justice, and peace, among many other things, O God, many other characteristics. God, I pray that you will make us ready, O God. There's a theme, O God, of judgment in the fact, O God, that you are the judge of the earth and that you shall do right, O God, and that you will judge us, O Lord, according to our words and our deeds, O God. But I thank you that there's an escape hatch. I thank you that for those of us who have placed our faith, our hope, our trust in Jesus Christ, O God, I thank you. I thank you that the blood of Jesus covers us. I thank you, O God, that Jesus has won and secured eternal life for us, O God, so that we, O Lord God, know for certain that those who have kept faith and keep faith in you, O God, will not be condemned to hell, will not be condemned to judgment, O God, but that we, O Lord God, would hear, well done, my good and faithful servant, on account of what Jesus has done, on account of Jesus's death, burial, resurrection, O God. So we thank you in his ascension, Lord, we thank you for his return, his soon return. Would you help us and get us ready? Oh God, would you begin to continue, oh Lord God, to prune your church, clean up your church, oh God. We know, oh God, that judgment begins in the house of the Lord. I pray that the church, oh God, the church global that we see, the visible church, will be marked by righteousness, by justice, by holiness, by equity. God, I pray that you would do that, oh Lord. I pray, oh God, that the judgment that begins in the house of the Lord will begin to be made evident and that you will begin to turn hard hearts into hearts of flesh. God, I pray, oh God, that it is your job to separate the sheep from the goat, the wheat from the tear. Lord, I pray that you will begin to do that, that you, oh God, would also draw Draw those, O oh Lord God, who might be deceived about the reality of the relationship with God. Those who might think, oh, I'm good with God. Jesus is my homeboy. And they think that simply that they can live however they want and do whatever they want and expect to see God's face and treat others however they want to treat them and expect to see your face, O oh God. I pray that you, O oh Lord God, would bring about an awakening, that you will remove scales from the eyes of those who are deceived and that you would help them to see the light of the gospel and that you will bring them, O oh God, to repentance, O oh God, because it's your kindness that brings us to repentance, and that they, O oh God, will come to faith in Jesus Christ, and that their lives will begin to reflect a true conversion and transfer from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. I pray this all in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Many Asian Americans know the pain of being called names that deny their humanity. Learning Our Names is a book written by a team of four Asian American university staff workers who are East Asian, Southeast Asian, and South Asian, and who share how God uses their unique ethnic identities and experiences for His divine purposes. The book is even endorsed by basketball star Jeremy Lin, who says that the book was so encouraging to him in exploring how his identity shapes his faith. 
Get your copy today at ivypress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code, the word at ivypress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from BibleStudyTogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. So I'm to say